Welcome to the OA Light a Candle Meeting podcast. Visit our website at oalaig.org, where you will find several speaker feeds with over 800 speaker files, forms for ordering CDs for these speakers, and a place to donate to keep this special service active. The opinions expressed on the Light a Candle podcast are those of individual OA members and do not represent OA as a whole. I would now like to introduce our speaker for tonight, Janet. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi, I'm Janet, Compulsive Overeater, and delighted to be asked to speak. Thank you, Lucy, for asking me. I appreciate it. I think this is the third time I'm speaking uh, in Light a Candle, and I consider it really a huge honor. Thank you. Um, okay, a little bit about me. As far as I can remember, I always, always, always have loved food and sweets and I never ever had any control over my food and I was always wondering how come others can have some and put it down whatever it was either the food or sweets especially and I cannot and especially chocolate chocolate was my downfall oh boy I mean give me chocolate and forget everything else I don't I don't care um Fast forward about 18 years ago, uh, an incident happened in my life that was way over my head. I was not, I had no idea how to take care of this problem. Uh, I was not allowed to seek outside help. I was clueless about something called 12 step program. So I dived into what I knew, which was food. So food became my drug of choice because it would give me the numbness for a split second or for a minute. And that was enough to carry me to the next minute, which was by itself another misery for me. So uh, I didn't know what to do. In one month, I gained 10 pounds because of eating so much. I would start with the proper food breakfast because I knew perfectly well how to diet. In five minutes, the anxiety was so much that I didn't know what to do with myself. So I would have, who knows, another cup of coffee with a piece of pastry or a piece of cake or something. Oof, that was too sweet. So I would have something less sweet to wash it away. And my nerves was, was too bothered. I couldn't carry it anymore. So I would put the bowl of pistachio in front of me and one by one, I would finish a whole bowl. And when I say a whole bowl, I mean a big one, not an itsy bitsy one. And then I had to switch to something else. So the whole day, my mouth was moving because I needed to call my nerves with something. So my day would start in the morning with a proper breakfast, but under the tears crying, it would continue until 11 o'clock at night that I would go to bed. It was one huge meal. I never could stop. Even at the time that I was going to pick up my children from school, I had to have something in the car to munch in. It could be carrot, but I had to munch in into something 
to calm down my nerves. And uh, a friend of mine stopped me on the street and she recognized that there was something wrong with me. And uh, she was the one who brought me first to CEA. So not knowing at all what it is, uh, just because she was my friend, I agreed to start those meetings. So I had literally to put life down and for one month, every day, try to go to a meeting. I literally had to put my life down because with three kids, it was really difficult. And I went to 28 meetings. I lost 11 pounds, but boy, was I angry because I, I mean, you nicely would say hello to me and I would start fighting and screaming and that harshness to you. And that happened with, with the friend who brought me in. And after a month, uh, once that I argued with her over the phone, I apologized right away. And I said, you know me, this is not me because she had known me for a long time. And she suggested, she said, why don't you go to OA? It's a little bit softer and you will be able to do it easier. That's for you. So between the numbers that I collected, we, I, I was going to OA meetings as well. Uh, I called a lady three times in one day and I left three messages until she called me. And I said, could you please help me? I would like to switch from CEA to OA. And she said, I'm sorry, I am full and I've got a baby in my hand. I can't. And I begged her, knowing myself, I knew if I would stay one day without a sponsor, it was impossible for me to continue. So she took me one month trial and God bless her. She still has not dropped me 17 years and a half later, which I'm so thankful to her and so thankful to God. So when I came into the meetings, at the beginning, I, before even that CA how, I went to OA meetings for about six, seven months, sitting in the back of kitchen sink meeting. I would come in 10 minutes after the meeting had started and I would leave right when the speaker was done. I was not going to listen to any mumbo jumbo that the others were talking about. It made absolutely no sense whatsoever to me. And I was better than that. And my time was valuable. I couldn't waste it on these things. So, and I would go home and I would have my cup of coffee with half of the cake left over from last night, doing nothing. And I reached, and the problem came up again to the point that I could not carry myself. I felt like a ton of weight and my head was so big, I couldn't carry it anymore. That's when I came to CEA How. And after one month, I switched to OA, same way. Uh, kicking with my feet, yet trying to hold on with my hands. I knew that there was something here that I wanted. I didn't know what it was. I just could see the calmness in the face of the old timers and the shine in their eyes. That's what I wanted. I didn't have it at that time. And I was clueless 
what these meetings and 12 step was about. I honestly thought I'm coming to learn this diet and get out fast, faster than all of you. So this is the idea that I stepped in. I, I, I didn't know what I was heading into and I was not going to say for sure, but I wanted to get it. I wanted to see what it is before I left. And it took me a long time because I walked like a turtle. I started doing whatever my sponsor asked me to do, reading, writing, phone calls, outreach calls, calling her every day, uh, everything. Getting uh, responsibility in the meetings, yet not getting it. And I didn't know what it was. And I, and I was surprised because my friend who had accompanied me was way ahead of me. She would get it like this and I couldn't get it. And I didn't know why. It took me a good two years, more than two years to do one time of all the 12 steps to understand what this story is about. To me, it's the repetition of the repetition. Same thing that I did yesterday, I've got to do it today. I prayed yesterday, I've got to do it today. I read how it works yesterday, I've got to do it today. I'm sending my food and calling my sponsor every yesterday, I have to do it today. Otherwise, it starts start slipping like water in my hand. Have you ever put water in your hand and you see it starts leaking between your fingers and you look at it and there's nothing left in your hand? That's what will happen with me and my program if I do not continue doing it. When I came in, I was a very, very proud woman. I came in at age 45 thinking that I'm perfect. Nothing is wrong with me. I just want to learn this diet. But now, 17 and a half years later, I am so thankful and so happy that I stayed in. And if there is one thing that I have done right in all this time, it has been that I kept coming back no matter what. I used to go to the meetings when I started OA and it was a lunch meeting. I would bring in my lunch, always looking at the next person's lunch. Oh, hers is bigger than me. Now, uh, 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 that's not good. Okay, next time I'll bring more lunch, a bigger lunch for myself. Oh, she or he has got X and Y in his or her food. All right, next time I'll bring that also, I'll remember. I would eat my lunch and I would fall asleep right in the middle of the meeting, wondering what happened? I ate yesterday almost the same time. My day has been the same as yesterday. Why I did not fall asleep yesterday? And then it took me maybe months to realize that what I was hearing was so much for my brain that my brain could not handle it. So it would shut it off by itself and I would fall asleep. It was okay. After those months, then came time. Well, my sponsor had asked me uh, my, uh, to share in every meeting that I go. So there came the time of sharing and boy, would I cry with my share and other people's share. Wondering what's happening? Why am I crying so much? Nobody else in, this, in the meetings is crying like this. I had to do that also because maybe for the first time, 
for the first year in my life, I was tapping into my feelings. I was looking in to see what's going on with me. I was feeling my feelings and it wasn't easy. But thank God I lasted. I just kept coming in no matter what until I finished one year of the 12 step program, which was really difficult for me. I remember fourth step, it took me a good eight months. Every time I put a piece of paper and uh, took a pen in my hand, tears started coming down my face. Just thinking about it, I would start crying. Until my sponsor said, if you do not read your fourth step to this date for me, I'm not gonna sponsor you. I was so afraid to lose her that I sat down and between tears and sobbing, I wrote down my fourth step. Ended up to be about 10 pages, not that long. But when I read to her, I felt a truck had passed me. That's how drained I was. But afterward, I felt good. I felt lighter because I had put down some things that I never had told anybody in my life to my sponsor. So in this path, I have tried to put down my perfectionism my uh, my thinking that I'm better than everybody. And it's not easy, but it's doable. For me, 12-step program, my OA program, is like these reading glasses. Yes, I can see with it, without it, but with it, I see a lot better. When I came to this program, I felt my life was complete and perfect. But when I put these glasses, which are my 12-step program, I realized where it was missing some pieces, where I needed to work on and how I could do that. It took me a long time. And with the help of this program even, I dared at age of 50 to go back, sit in a classroom and go for a master's degree and go after what I all my life had wished to do and now I'm of service to the people, which is so fulfilling for me. I'm so thankful to God for that. And I would not be able to do it unless I would come to this program. Because here's where I learned one day at a time, one hour at a time, one minute at a time, sometimes one second at a time. And when I get stuck, I pause, I close my eyes, I take a deep breath, and I say, God grant me serenity. God help me. Because it's, it's hard for me to walk. And now when I enter a door that I know I'm heading some challenge, right then and there, I ask God to hold on to my hand because I know I cannot do it alone. I need help. And it works. It certainly works. What I have got from this program is not what it gives me or what I get out of it. It's, it has helped me to lose what I do not want to do. It's not what I want to do. It helps me to see what I do not want to do or be. I'm not a liar. I was a, light, a white liar. 
I don't need to cheat. And these two are big in my life. As a result, I'm a lot calmer and happier now. When I came to this program, my sponsor asked me to read and write. English is my second language. So, and I have some learning disability. So reading and writing definitely is not what I want to do. So again, I kicked with my feet, yet I hold on with my hands. So I grumbled. I said, I don't understand the serenity prayer. What is this? And she said, patiently, she said, okay, what would you like your prayer to be? Write it down. So I wrote a simple prayer that I still have in the middle of one of my uh, big books that I have. And she said, okay, memorize this prayer. So I was willing to take a small step and memorize my prayer, not the, even the serenity prayer. So after maybe a month or so, I became willing to read, to take the meaning of the words out of a dictionary of, a, of the certainty prayer and memorize that. And then I became more willing to memorize the 12 steps. About two years ago, I had read so many times how it works in different meetings that I thought, huh, I can memorize this one. How about that? So I started reading and memorizing that. Third step, seventh step. I still am trying to memorize the 11th step, which is not easy for me to memorize, but it's a constant work. And I'm happy because as I am driving, I'm repeating this to myself. And then later I became willing to memorize all of the serenity prayer, the complete set, not just what we usually say in the sessions, in the meetings. So along the way, I have realized the beautiful painting of my life. I thought it was complete. I really thought it was all done and all perfect. Uh, by looking at it through my lenses of 12 step, I realized, oh, here is missing some paint or I have not finished this part, or that part needs more work. And I get to that. And I'm so happy that to me, 12 step means pause. 12 step means I don't act right away on my impulses. And that is huge to me. It has made me a calmer person. And I'm so thankful for that. Not that I'm perfect, no way. It took me three years to have one sponsee to stay with me. I was so hard and so harsh that nobody would stay with me. And my sponsor was surprised. I was surprised, sorry, not her. I would ask her why nobody stays with me, why nobody wants me to sponsor them. And she would say, keep raising your hand, it's okay. Keep raising your hand and be willing. So now 
along the way. I'm thankful to God that I've got two people at Swansea, but I'm trying to be helpful and try to take their hand. And to me, 12-step program means pause. I pause, I take a breath, I think twice of what needs to come out of my mouth. What would the other like person like to hear? What's coming out or in a softer way? I usually go with, uh, with the second way, not the first one, usually, not always. I'm not perfect. I still, I still have a lot of chips on my shoulder, but it's a constant work to me. When I came in, I did not believe in God because God was the one who took my mother at a very young age. And if he was a kind God, wouldn't do that. But along the way, I changed my view towards seeing God as a warm, kind feeling that just covers me when I have done a good and the right deed to someone else or to myself. As a result, today I can say that I'm kinder to myself as, and kinder to the other people. And I'm happy that I'm here. Nobody's pushing me to come in. Nobody makes me to get up and be present in a meeting. I want to do it because I get what I want out of it. And I'm very happy. If you're new, which some of you are, please, please, please keep coming back. If you didn't hear what you needed to hear, that doesn't mean this program is not for you. Please keep coming back. I know you will hear that. Happy birthday to the birthday people. Some of you have been there from the first meeting that I came in with my nose up thinking that I am the ultimate and you guys are stupid, crazy, fat, ugly strangers. Uh, and I appreciate you all sticking in and staying because you have illuminated my path. Thank you, I leave the rest. If there's a question, I'll be happy to answer. Thank you. Thanks so much, Janet. It looks like we have a good amount of time for questions. So uh, everyone, please raise your hand in the uh, reaction section. You can click at the reactions at the bottom of the screen and raise your hand. And uh, Melissa, you're first, please ask your question. I'm Melissa, compulsive eater, food addict. Oh, Janet, bless you, honey. What a gift to hear you and see you again. Um, can you share with us what your daily spiritual routine looks like? Okay, I have got a good about eight, nine books that I'm supposed to read every morning, but it's bits and pieces here and there, sometimes in the morning, sometimes during the day. From big book, I have Voice of Recovery that I bought recently. I have for today, I have Courage to Change from Al-Anon. I have 24 hours a day, which is meditation book, a gift from my sponsor. And I have 12 step prayer book, again, from a gift from my sponsor. Uh, I'm supposed to write. Right now I have finished step 12 again. I'm waiting for my sponsor to tell me when to read it to her. Uh, during the day, I say a lot of prayers here and there. Even when I'm getting out of the car, getting into 
wherever, a house, building, supermarket, anywhere, it doesn't matter. I'm trying to say this, uh, the serenity prayer or other prayers. Uh, at night, I do A-E-I-O-U and I send my food of the day to my sponsor, which I do not like, but I've done that, I guess, for the last maybe two years. Uh, during the day, I call my sponsor seven days a week, uh, three outreaches, and as a result, I get other people calling me, which is wonderful. Thank you. But I do it bits and pieces. I never, ever, I hardly can do everything perfect, perfect, perfect. But who said I have to be perfect? I'm okay. Thank you, Janet. So the next person um, in line to ask the question is Michael S. And then I have one in the chat that I'll put forth after we're done with Michael's question. So Michael, go ahead and, and ask your question. Thank you so much, Janet, for being here and sharing. Uh, can you talk about what surrender means to you, your practice of surrender? And uh, also, if you're willing to share your prayer that you first wrote, I would love to hear it. Thank you. Okay. Uh, the prayer that I wrote is like serenity prayer, but with simpler words. Very close to uh, serenity prayer, not far different. And surrender to me means allowing other people to make decisions for me. And boy, is that hard for me. I'm a very controlling person, very controlling to the core. And uh, as a result, you know, in this program, I have gained and I have lost, but my weight slowly started going up, even in abstinence. Uh, I'm a volume eater. So uh, January of last year, I, the numbers were really high. My weight was not moving at all. My cholesterol was 259. Uh, I was hypoglycemic. I was pre-diabetic and I was scared to death because we have got diabetic on my father's side. So I ended up going to a nutritionist. I gave the surrender, I surrendered. And I said, you tell me what I'm supposed to have. I did certainly not like what she asked me to. But as a result, not only my weight has come down, but the numbers have come down as well. And I feel a lot lighter and healthier. A number is not what I'm looking for, but a healthy body, because I know my mind will be healthier as well. So surrender to me means letting go and allowing others to run the whole game. And boy, it's difficult. Sometimes it still is very difficult for me because I'm a controlling person. Thank you. Thanks, Janet. So the question in the chat is, were there elements of CEA how that, that you brought with you to OA? Um, basically the 12th step is the same, but their frame is for me personally, it was a much harder frame. I could not hold it. It was too difficult, but 12 step is the same. Big book is the same. And the basic, the root is the same. That's what I brought. And I brought a lot of just exact, exact everything. Meaning that 
everything had to be like this. I had to be like this. And OA taught me I need to be flexible. There's a black and there's a white. I need to be in gray. And there are a lot of different shades of gray. One day I'm more toward black, one day I'm more toward white, but I can be flexible in OA. That's what I got here. I did not have this in CEA. I'm sure it works perfectly for some other people. It was not for me. It was too strict for me. Thank you. Thanks, Janet. So we still have a, a good amount of time for questions. Um, please raise your hand in the reaction section uh, to ask your question of Janet, or you can send, uh, send me a chat message, a direct message if you'd like with your question. Um, anyone who's next to ask a question of Janet? Anyone? I can add something okay. that I did not say. I can mm -hmm. say that I feel that I'm like a car. This car, the gas pedal is not working right. And the stop pedal is broken. So the moment I touch the gas, it goes automatically to cruise control and there is no stop. There is no stop pedal. So it just keeps on going. The moment I touch the foods that I'm not supposed to have, basically sweets and chocolate for sure, I'm gone, forget it. Give me a box of chocolate and you won't see me anymore. That's it, I'm done, I'm gone. And I know myself, I have not there during the whole 17 and a half years, chocolate was the one that I kept. I started playing after five and a half years with, with sugar, on and off. And I pushed my envelope a lot, but I know myself, if I start it, I'll be gone. I know I cannot stop it anymore. Thanks, Janet. So now it looks like we have a couple hands and then there's one more in the chat as well. So let's start with Dan O. Please ask your question. Thank you, Janet. Dan, compulsive overeater. Um, I'm wondering if you still have uh, cravings um, and how do you deal with those when they arise today? Good question. Thank you for asking that. Well, I'm a foodie person. And, uh, you know, in spite of the, the drinks, I have to have food always around me. I have to eat three meals a day plus snack. So, and I serve those sweets to other people. It's not for me. The craving sometimes comes, not that often, that I can tell you, because I always have told myself, it's for the others, it's not for me. And that has helped me a lot. Because last night, I had sweets, I had cake with chocolate, but that's not for me, it's for the others. Now it's in the refrigerator, but it's not for me. So hanging there, and the cravings will go away because you're worth it. Because your body and your mind is worth it more than that piece of whatever. That's how I have done it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Janet. And Nancy D, please ask your question. 
Hi, Janet, thank you so much for your share. I have a question. You mentioned that you heard early on and one thing that's been helpful to you was the saying or the idea of keep coming back. Could you share any other sayings that you've heard in the rooms that you've found to be helpful? Oh my God, there are so many nice ones. Keep coming back, take it easy, one day at a time, one minute at a time, that probably one day at a time has helped me a lot because thinking that I'm not gonna have hypothetically chocolate or sugar or carbohydrate. Now the list is really getting small. This and this and this and this and this all my life is not comfortable. But thinking that today now, 6.15 until the time that I go to bed, I can do it. So what? Tomorrow is another day. Tomorrow I'll think about that. Uh, easy does it. Um, yesterday's shower is not keeping you clean today. These all have helped me a lot. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Janet. So uh, there's a question in the chat. That is, how have your relationships changed while in program? Thank you for asking that. Well, I told you that I'm a very controlling person to the point that my husband once called me an 800 wheel truck. Just imagine. Uh, I don't think I'm that person anymore because I learned how I can be kind to myself, to my soul. And as a result, I do try, I'm not successful 100%, but I do try to be kind to the others as well. And I have learned when I make a mistake in my talking to the other people, in my relationship with other people, I apologize usually the same day. It hardly goes to the next day. I don't wanna take it to bed with me. I don't want that in my head to linger. Thanks, Janet. Um, Thank Lisa you. P, you're next. Hi, Lisa, anorexic compulsive eater. Thank you so much, Janet. I have a question and I'm not sure if you addressed it, but do you have an exercise program that you follow or um, could you talk a little bit about that? Thank you. What do you mean, what do you mean by exercise program? Do you have like a regular routine that you do for um, any kind of exercise, like walking or do you have anything? That oh, you oh, yes, yes, I walk. Uh, sometimes I walk with people in the program, which is a pleasure. And uh, I swim or I go into the water and I gently move. But age is probably causing my body as well now slowly to go down. So I have problem with my knee, my back, my shoulder, one at a time. That slows me down here and there. But yes, I do exercise because I know a healthy mind is in a healthy body. Thanks, Janet. It looks like that's all the time we have for questions this evening. Thanks so much. And I'm going to turn it back over to our secretary, Jesse. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle.